Hi, this is Mr. Kitty, and I am back with Mulkey. Hi. Hi, Mulkey. Today we are going to talk about a country that is near and dear to your heart. Tell us, what are you here to share with us today? I'm here to share with you guys about my home country, Somalia. Uh, full of... I really wanted to share my culture and my heritage with pe people, so... Um, would you start it with a great audience because I know very little about Somalia, so I am excited to hear about what you have to share with me today. So, growing up as a Somali-American, can you tell me a little bit about how the Somali culture is still celebrated and recognized and, and in your home? What, what kind of things are, are things that I would be unfamiliar with if I'm not familiar with the Somali culture? Um, I mean, for one, there's, uh, it's a very, very big, um, it's full of culture and full of love in our household. Uh, we're very, we are very, we acknowledge our culture a lot, and there's a lot of music, a lot of food, a lot of traditions, a lot of dancing. Um, I, there is, um, some things that might be different because I'm not only, Somali, I'm also Somali Muslim, and some customs like um, uh, some customs are like on Christmas or Christmas Eve or stuff like that. It, maybe we could. It's something that that might not happen because we're Muslim and we don't believe in that. But it's something that we don't. It's not necessarily like something that we hate. It's just different. It's a different thing. Sure. We have different customs as Muslims as well. Mm -hmm. And our religion and our culture don't do get combined, but not in a horrible, and not in a bad way because everything that we do, of course, is forgotten. So some different things is that in my household, um, we're very religious, mm -hmm. extremely religious Somali people. Um, and we have very different foods. <laughs> Um, and my favorite, some of my favorite foods that we eat at home are baris and hilabari, suqar and anjera, malawah, tons of things like that. Um, can you de can you describe that? So go back to the first time you said, was it baris? Is that how you would say it? Yeah. Baris. Can you can you describe what what is there an equivalent food item that I can like in my mind picture or oh. taste or what what is what is that item? Baris literally means um, rice. Mm -hmm. And hilab, hilab is meat. So you could uh, you could eat it with chicken. You could eat it with hilab adi, goats, goats meat, or anything that you really want. Camels meat, whatever you want. What's your preference? What your family eats? What you like? Um, we we eat we eat all, all of them. I'm mm -hmm. not gonna lie, but our number one favorite uh, is hilab adi, definitely. And and what is that? Hilabari is goat's meat. Okay, yeah. And um, it's, uh, there's also another thing that I really like, um, uh, cowgi. It's usually, it's usually made from camels. Mm -hmm. It's called, um, oh, I think I might have forgot what it was called. It's called suag, yeah, suag. Um, it's called suag. There's a uh, camel suag. That's the traditional Somali suag, but here in America. The, the camel swig my mom says does not taste the same yeah so she gets the cow one okay 
And she says it does not taste as good. Yeah, probably uh, not, right? Yeah, it's tons of different things here. It's not, it's not the same as. Um, well, I, I personally have never been to Somalia, but that's. It's yeah, tell, tell me a little bit more about that. So you are, were you born in the United States? I was born in the United States. Okay, and your mom and your dad were not born in the United States? No, they were not. Okay, and but you've never been to Somalia to I visit? I've never been to Somalia, and just in, case, just in case there's like a time in my life where I might not get a chance to ever go, or a chance where, a time where I might forget about it, I want to I wanna keep my heritage close to my heart so I don't yeah. let go. It sounds like they, they do a lot of sharing with you. Do they tell you stories about what it was like for oh. them to grow up and live in Somalia before coming to the United yes, States? Yes, of course. They tell me all... My mom, um, my mom tells me, and my siblings, my entire family, really, they tell me all about it. It's They say it's, like, the best thing ever uh, to, the, to go to the ocean every day, to hang out with your family, have fun ride your camels and everything they said it was the best thing that's ever happened to them they're mm -hmm. very grateful so am i <laughs> so you shared a little bit about food and you and you shared a little bit about um the just the love that you have in your family and the way that they shared stories about somalia with you um is there anything like historically that you've heard about with somalia through the stories that they've shared that um, gets you to understand a little bit more about the history of Somalia, or how do you how do you learn about Somalia um, as a as a country um, other than through your parents? Do you read or do you? I do read. I okay. do read a lot, actually. Um, I bring home books home from the library, uh, this school library, actually, and and sometimes the other libraries. Um, it, there is a lot of stories throughout my household, but I also do, do read them, uh, do read the books that I bring home. Uh, my mom, whenever I do bring books home, she makes me, my mom, bless her heart, she makes me read them for an hour straight, because it, it is written in English, but mm -hmm. the way that you say it is way different. It's written in English, but it's a different language. Okay. And it's like the, le the it's the English letters. But um, yeah, she makes me she makes me read them in Somali. So when you're so pronouncing something wrong, she makes you correct it. Yes, she kinda, does correct me. Kind of like when I'm pronouncing things wrong with food, you can correct me. <laughs> <laughs> are you bilingual? Is it is something where you speak Somali at home, other than when you are reading and sharing stories, or is your language that's spoken at home English? What do, um, you, what do you speak at home with your family? Um, I speak Somali at home with my family. Okay. I've gotten pretty good at it, but they still tease me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, my mom and my mom and the rest of my siblings and I, including me, we're all fluent in Somali. Mm -hmm. And uh, when we're at home, we speak Somali. When we're other places where people can't really understand us, we speak English. Um, like school, we speak English and. But it's not something that it's like, oh, it's like something that I would hide. It's just um, there's different places, different times for it. Nice. But it's still a language that you could speak everywhere. So I'd love to talk about some of the things that you brought in here that are some representations of Somali culture. 
What is this first item that you brought for us today? This is a traditional Somali comb. It is made out of wood. Mm-hmm. Um, this is, they're, they're called, I also brought some clothes here today, and they're very, um, very traditional, very old school. Um, uh, this clothes are, these clothes are definitely, they're meant for men. This let's, is let's take a look at this one item specifically here. So what is, what is this item called? <laughs> this is a mamus. A mamus? Yeah, mamus. And how is that worn? Is it worn by men and women or women worn, or men? It's worn by men. Worn by men, okay. And how do they wear that? It's wrapped around? Um, so it's like. A big cloth of like it's like circular, mm-hmm. and you can just step inside okay. like this, and like a like a skirt. Okay. You wrap it around once, hold it like right here till if it's released, hold it down. Okay. And then fold it down once more, and that's how that's how you wear it. And is that something? So, I've seen uh, people here in the United States wearing that as yeah. their clothing as well, and then I see also. Some people just wearing slacks or pants or shorts and things like that too. Is there a time that that's traditionally worn, or is it kind of just personal preference, or what's what's the norm, I guess, with wearing that? Um, it's really that this is the traditional clothing. These are traditional clothing. There's other mamooses that are just like casual, just stay at home, or like I need to go grab something real quick. Um, okay. So mamooses, these are the very traditional ones, the old ones, the white ones. Okay, so you would wear those maybe in something that's a little bit more formal? Yes. Okay. Like a, a wedding or... Yeah. Okay. Like a wedding or like a parade or event, big event. Okay, cool. And what's this other item that you brought in today? This what is this called? is like, um, kind of, uh, like it's, a, it's like a shawl. It's not a gosar, just to clarify. Um, I'm not positive for the word of this. Okay. Um, you said it's kind of like a shawl or something? Yeah, I'm not... And I'm is not that worn by men or women or both? Um, this is worn by men. Okay. But women also. It's like, it's it's a khamar. It's mm-hmm. like, it's a very... It's a complicated thing, but it's like, um... Women wear this, like, orange and yellow and, like, straight line, like silver okay like a dress and white like a cloth on top and like a dress white dress underneath and then the same color hijab okay same like, fabric or same design hijab and um yeah that's that's how it is okay. and you you referred to the is it a hijab is that it um yes that you're wearing on your head this is a hijab yes of so and you and who wears a hijab is that Muslims. All Muslims? Yes. All Muslim women? Is not it up to all. Women? It's up to you. It's not okay. a forceful thing, but okay. um, it's not a forceful thing, but most most Somali people wear it. Okay. Because um, you get more edges that way. Okay. And you're closer. I mean, it's not it's not like you're not Muslim at all. No, that's not what I'm saying. It's like you're, you're closer to God or you're like put it. You're not put on a higher pedestal. You're just, you're more, not obedient, but what's the word that I'm looking for? I don't know. I think that maybe you are being more religious. I guess you're yeah, more, more following more the religious. following the religion a little bit more closely, perhaps, mm-hmm. and that kind of thing. So I, in, in many ways, might be would say that you would be closer um, in that sense. And I have an-
So you're learning about different aspects of smiling here. Were you, you want to go visit sometime, obviously. It sounds like you're very excited to hearing. So your brothers and sisters have both been? Is that what you said? Um, some of my siblings were actually, all my siblings were born in Somalia. I was the only, I was the only one who wasn't. And um, How many brothers and sisters do you have? I have 11. 11 brothers and sisters. Mm -hmm. And they've all been there except for you? Yes. Because <laughs> they were born there. Yeah. Uh, have they been back since? Um, have they been back? Some of them have. Okay. Mm, my brother Muhammad, he went there a few years ago. Okay. Um, he said he, it was really, really fun to go back home. Mm -hmm. um, he, he said he really wanted to stay there for a while. Yeah. And that just made me more excited to, to learn more about my culture and who I am. Nice. Is there anything else that you would like to share with me today about Somalia? Um, quite honestly, I think I think all that I have to say to this is everybody who's trying to figure out who they are with their heritage is there's there's no real there's no reason to step away or step back or feel too scared because it's who you are. You deserve to know who you are and just keep working hard and trying to find out. Try to try to be proud of who you are and try to learn to love yourself. Well, that's a great message to end with. So I look forward to hearing you being the host and uh, hosting some of your guests on your podcast in the weeks to come. Thanks for joining me today. No problem.